Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, uh, and welcome to the first 2019 episode of Stalking Time for the Moon Boys. Uh, it's me, David Badil. Hello, David. Oh, was that wrong? <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Too hasty. No, uh, regular listeners will know that we often have a slight awkwardness with the introduction of my co-host, Hello, David. Tim Hinks. For a long period, I, I tried a thing which didn't really work, of saying, and here with me is my co-host, and then I thought Tim would say, ah, Tim Hinks, but he sort of didn't, didn't like doing that. No, you said, uh, you didn't say, co- what if you said co-host, it'd be all right. I think you said co- compatriot or something. Well, once I said compatriot. I, I or co-patriot. I, oh, yeah, I said oh, co-patriot, yeah. But there was another time I think I just paused for you to say, and it's me, Tim Hinks, in a kind of two Ronnie's way. Right, And you didn't right. say that either. No. So it's always been slightly uh, uncertain about yeah. the, the introduction. And it led me to think about something which I just thought about right now. Yeah, wow. Which I'm going to tell you now, and it might upset you. Okay. Like we're going to begin the first one with something that might wow. upset you. But I, and people who know me well will know that I can't really keep anything to myself. No. And this is something I've kept for you for maybe two years. <laughs> Christ. Uh, which is, uh, you live in Kew. I, I do. You say that, don't you? Very nice street Don't in narrow Kew. it down. <laughs> it's a lovely street in Kew. Um, and I was doing my radio show. I, do, I used to do a radio show, which I think the BBC have cancelled. As far as I can make out, they say oh. there don't seem any noises about doing a new series. David Bowie tries to understand. David, David Bowie, Bowie tries to understand. Yes, <laughs> That's what I they replaced it with. I do. I'm sorry yeah. to tell you that. Yeah, David Bowie, in many ways, I think never tried to understand. I think he always felt he understood everything. I've never clicked. So sorry, not only is David Bowie is a bit like David Bowie, isn't it? No. His name. You're both David Bees. Well, yeah. Have you ever thought true. about that? I've thought about. I, well, one thing I've thought about, perhaps we should try it now, although it right. might be upsetting for me, is if you put David Burr into Google, okay. how long does it take to get to Badil? Is I assume Bowie's on top of me, I assume Beckham's on top of me, but I'll be quite upset um, if Blaine is. So I'm going to Google... David so, Burr. So see if Bowie's okay. on top of me. Do you think David... If, you, if David Byrne is ahead of you, you've really got problems. I think, yeah. Is there any other really, really, like, low-rent David Burr that we can think of that would be disappointing? No, there's a good one. There's one we haven't thought of, which is an obvious one. So it's... So the top searches are David B, because that's what I put in. Yeah. David Bowie, because that's good. He's, that's the first he's, one, yeah. is it? So Bowie, Beckham, yeah. David Blaine. Yeah, Blaine. David Byrne. Yeah. And annoyingly for you, currently not, it's David Brooks. Oh, what is he, just an estate agent? <laughs> I'll tell you who David Brooks is. David Brooks is a footballer. Oh, a footballer, okay. Uh, plays for Bournemouth. Oh, my God, I'm below a Bournemouth footballer. Um, well, actually, have I turned up at all? Well, so if I go back to today, <laughs> God, this is no, this is quite good because because yeah. I've got something slightly upsetting for you to do okay. to do with almost a similar thing to do with your name. So this, I think, is quite good that I'm being humiliated here. Why? Why is it not giving? So I mean, there's there's David 
Beauchar, oh. who's... I mean, I've got to tell you, you're not... I'm not on the list. We're now into David B. Anthony from Imperial <laughs> College, who's a research technician in the Department of Chemical Are you Engineering. Are writing my name correctly? No, well, no, I'm writing David B. <laughs> what, if it, what if you go for A? David A? David B. A. Do I get... Oh, I see. David, even be, okay, I, I see what you mean. Okay, David... Yes. <laughs> you get... What if you go for Badil? Do I come up then? If you go... No, no, you're in. David yeah. B.A. is yeah, you're no, beaten David, by David Baldacci. Yeah, okay. Then it's David Banner. Then it's David Badil. Banner? Who's he? David Banner is a research technician. No, <laughs> is uh, better known by his... Oh, no, this is, he's called Leslie Crump. Better known by his <laughs> alias David Banner. I don't think so. Leslie Crump. He's a rapper. Oh, he's a rapper. Is, okay. is, is what he's called. There he is. He's an American rapper. Yeah, looks a bit like um, born, Leslie, uh, born Lavelle William Crump. Um, and the first time we mentioned him on this podcast. Okay. Well, we should perhaps listen to him in a bit, Lavelle William Crump. His songs include Like a Pimp, okay. Get Like Me, and Cadillac on 22s. Okay, so... I was doing my radio show, David Deal Tries mm. to Understand, and mm. we were doing it. Someone had asked a question about nuts, about why nuts have got a hard shell. Uh, you do remember that. It's good that you I remember. I remember that you were doing uh, about nuts. Um, and uh, me and my producer had gone to Kew Gardens to investigate that, and we were late getting back to... We had to get back to the BBC, and so we were walking quite fast to mm. get to Kew Station. And then suddenly you were in the garden of your house, I think with one of your children, saying hello. Right. And I'll be honest with you, Tim, I couldn't remember your name. No, that's... that's <laughs> this is, is what that... happened. This was a couple of years ago now. <laughs> It's a couple of years ago now. Well, we, we weren't as close as we are yeah, now, and I just yeah. thought... I don't mind that at all. I just thought, oh, God, <laughs> I, I need to introduce him. I can't remember. I, for the life of me, I can't remember his name. Now, did you pick that up at the time? Not at all. I, was, I thought it was going to be something horrendous. No, 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 that's, no, no. that's what it was. No, I didn't pick... Well, it would have been quite horrendous at the time for me to say... Because so, if you remember, I had I, my producer I, with me. Yeah, I did. No, I remember. And, and, yeah. and I did say, which yeah. is completely true. Sorry, we yeah. can't stop. Yes, because we have to get we're that, in a rush, yeah. which was absolutely true. But I was also saying <laughs> that because I thought if we do stop, I would have to say, you know, yeah, this is what no. You'd have to you'd have to wait for me, which is what I do sometimes. Wait for that person to introduce themselves. Yes. So well, you introduce the person you know to the person whose name you can't remember. Yes. Well, I can remember his name. His name yeah, is that's Giles. What I mean. But you would right? say, you'd uh, say, uh, hey, this is Giles. Yeah. And then I would say, oh, hi, I'm Tim. No, but that would have been... If I'd said, hey, this is Giles... What are you going to say? Oh, I mean, obviously, that mm. means I've forgotten yeah. your name. Well, I'm glad, because what you've forgotten <laughs> is I was with Otis, my son, yes. and I, I think said, I remembered his name. Right. But yeah, not yours. And I said, Otis, this is David Beauchard from Imperial, <laughs> from Imperial College who's doing some extraordinary work on, on, on bonding, covalent bonds. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad you didn't hear Yeah, so there we go. We've bad got that off my chest. Oh, no, that's it, fine. It's been bothering of me. Of some of the things you've told me over yeah, I've said uh, many words the, the last two or three years that you've, you say, I can't help but tell you, but I've got to tell you this, that's mm. really low down the list. Yeah, A bit I, like your name on Google. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's very low down. That's absolutely fine. Jolly good. So um, one thing we didn't yeah. do uh, in our last show which you'll remember was normally our Christmas show All right. it was an incredible it. thing that we failed to do which was which we've never talked about on this podcast is talk about the little drummer boy right where David Bowie's Christmas song mm. and uh, there's been a lot of stuff I've seen obviously about the little mm. drummer boy over the years uh, it is sort of incredible uh, I presume you've seen the Will Ferrell recreation Yes. Which yeah. is hilarious. Which is amazing. Yeah, yeah very well, funny. I did, what yeah. I did love about the Will Ferrell recreation, John C. Riley, is apart from at the very, very end, they just do it. Right. They do it word yes. for word and yeah, shot yeah. for shot, which I yes. think is designed to show how odd it is. 
Just, yes. thought, we can't make this any order by adding comedy. We'll just recreate yes. it. Because particularly, I think, the idea that you know the world. You know, in it, Bowie arrives at Ben Crosby's door. If anyone doesn't know it yeah. and just knows the song, do go to you know, YouTube and see it. Because Bowie knocks on a kind of castellated door. Castellated, is that a word? Castellated? The door is a kind Meaning... Well, yeah, it's like a door to a castle. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure that's a word. <laughs> so he knocks on an old door. Castellated. I'm checking that's a word. Uh, hang on. Castellated. I'm doing my house up. I'll tell you what I'd did love. Did you mean castellated? I don't think I did. Oh, no, having battlements. Sort of is, yeah. I don't know if I'm being too grand in our kitchen, but could you do a castellated floor for me? <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's a thing, is it? Anyway, he knocks on what an okay. old panel door. Right, and clearly yeah. the idea is, it's obviously yeah. a studio, yeah. but the idea is that Bing lives in, an I think, an old country house in Britain. That, okay. seems, that seems to be the idea, right. because he's going on about, if you remember, an old uh, aristocrat who lives down the road. When, when right. Bowie comes in... Okay. And I can't remember. Yeah, so, so, well, so okay. he's so talking. Let's just play a bit yeah. of it. Let's just play the opening yeah. Little Drummer Boy because it's very odd. Mm. The conversation that they have... I mean, all the conversations in the Little Drummer Boy mm. video are odd, but particularly the stuff not about the music because mm. they, they sort of imply... Right. Bing's moved in to this mm. castellated place. Yeah. And down the road... Is castle. Da- yeah, yeah. Down the road is David Bouchard and also <laughs> David Bowie, right? Uh, and... And he's just popped round. I don't know why, for some sugar. So Bing is answering the castellated door. I mean, to be honest with you, if you actually watch it, something I've just noticed now, and Bing's quite old, he started to move to the door before the doorbell. Oh, God. I mean, if I was the director, I would say, can we do that So it's again? not a documentary? No. It's not real? <laughs> no, it's not real. Oh, oh, God. That, but clearly they thought, well... Mm, oh, the, the time he takes, give him his cue early. Well, uh, Bing is just wandering mm. around, but clearly mm. he's mm. moved towards the door before the That's door. That's a really bell. sad way for it to end, isn't Here it? Here we go. Bing. Open the castle door, there's David Bowie. Hello. You're the new butler. <laughs> well, it's been a long time since I've been the new anything. What's happened to uh, Hudson? I guess he's changing. Yeah, he does that a lot, doesn't he? Um... Oh, I'm David Bowie. I live down the road. Oh. Sir Percival lets me use his piano when he's not around. He's not around, is he? I can honestly say I haven't seen him, but come on in. OK, so wow. I think the conceit is this. He's not moved in, now that I see it again. He's staying at Sir Percival's. Yes. Yeah? And David lives down the road. So it is an English country house. Yeah. I mean, there's a very, very odd moment right at the top, which is... He says, is Hudson the butler, here, the, the, the new butler here? Right. Bing says it's a long time since I've been described as a new anything. And then he says... No, it's quite a good line. Not really. Uh, and then he <laughs> says he's, he's changing or something. And it is a close-up of David. Yeah. He looks around and he says, yeah, he does that a lot. Yes, <laughs> yes, like, that's a very... What? <laughs> we meant relate, to yeah. have a sense of who Hudson is yeah. and his changeability. Also, I like the idea that he says he let Sir Percival, is it Sir Percival? Sir Percival. Let's me use his piano when he's not around. Yeah. So he's doing that weird sort of causality thing. Is he around? Because <laughs> if the answer's no, yeah. I can therefore use his piano, which doesn't... <laughs> doesn't well, fit. except Bing says, I can honestly say I haven't seen it, which is also odd, because yes. Bing is staying in his house. Yes. And Bing doesn't say, I saw him yesterday when, yeah. I, as his friend, I, he let me in because I'm staying for Christmas. Yes. He looks around as if I have no idea who Sir Percival is yeah. or indeed how I got here. Can I just intercede at this point, yeah. just for a bit of colour? Who do you think I'm describing? 
a remote and unloving martinet who physically and mentally abused his children. David Beauregard. <laughs> of Imperial College yeah. during his covalent bonding research project. No, Bing Crosby. Oh, yes. His but, children. He's famously... It's oh, sort of yes. interesting, this cosy scene. I mean, I, I can't remember where... No, I think I believe Bing was a terrible man. A wise sweet. the accusations uh, and, are. And all sorts of things, yeah. Yeah. But, you know... But Sir Percival was a forgiving man. Yes, and, and let's... And, <laughs> and also, it's Christmas. Well, it is Christmas, but it is Christmas in the video. Let's just... I just want to play a bit more of this yeah. to see if there's anything else about Sir Percival's house that we can uh, ascertain mm. from listening to a bit more of it. Mm. Are you related to Sir Percival? Well, definitely, yeah. Uh, oh, you're not the... Uh, Poor relation from America, right? <laughs> Gee, news sure travels fast, doesn't it? I'm Bing. Oh, I'm pleased to meet you. You're the one that sings, right? Well, right or wrong, I sing either way. Oh, well, I sing too. Oh, good. What kind of singing? Now, you see, that's an interesting wow. number of things going on mm. there. So, mm. so the idea is that Bing is a relation of Sir Percival. Mm. Poor relation. Poor yeah. relation, which he wasn't. He was an incredibly wealthy man. Mm. Mm. I imagine he hoarded it from his wives and children. Yeah, he certainly wasn't pleasant, was he? So, yes. Yeah, but, but also... David says you're the one who sings. He says, "Well, right or wrong, I sing either way." I don't like, didn't ask you that. Didn't ask you about <laughs> the morality of singing. No, they? I think he means he means sometimes well, sometimes whether I sing well, well or I sing badly. That, does he? Well, that's a different thing. Say, well, say, I'm saying that's the thing. No, if you say do you sing, yeah. and then self-deprecatingly, if you were Bing Crosby, you might say, right. sometimes sing well, sometimes badly. I let not yeah. me not be the judge yes. of that. Then I would yes. have got it, but. Right or wrong, I think, yeah. either way. And considering that we've now found that he... He's wrong. Well, he's a wrong person, mm. and who knows, sometimes perhaps he was mm. beating up his wives mm. while singing. To the tune of... That would definitely be yeah. wrong singing. Definitely wrong, but he yeah. sings anyway. He sings um, anyway. But I think also the notion that he's a distant relative of his... Yeah, it's um, a personal. Obviously, it's an interesting relationship because he still stays at his house, yeah. his castle. Yeah, and at also, Christmas... Right, and also David Bowie, yeah. one of his neighbours, has heard of him ahead of time. Bing. Yeah, but he said, are you the distant... Doesn't he say that? Are you the distant... Yeah, but the, there's a kind of meta thing going on here, isn't there? Because mm. when he says, you're the one who sings, hi, I'm Bing, mm. right? There's a sense in which, well, we all know I'm Bing Crosby. And, right. And this is just a charade. But at the same time... They are playing up to an idea that, oh, right, you're the relative of yes. Sir Percival who's a bit of a singer. Yeah. So, yeah. but then Sir Percival kind of, kind of, I think, leaves the frame at this point. OK. Well, mostly the contemporary stuff. Do you, uh, do you like modern music? Oh, I think it's marvellous. Some of it really fine. But tell me, uh, you ever listen to any of the older fellas? Oh, yeah, sure. I like uh, John Lennon and the other one with uh, Harry Nelson. Ooh, you go back that far, huh? Oh, yeah, I'm not as young as I look. <laughs> None of us is these days. That's brilliant. So that yeah. would have been quite a funny thing to say. The that, so he's basically, we're in 77, aren't we? Yeah, 77. So he's talking about what he would... Is the joke that those are very contemporary people because they're sort of not at that point? No, well, or no, it, the joke is... The I mean, joke is, he says to him, do you ever listen to any of the old fellas? Yeah. But and the, the only old fellas Bowie can think of are John Lennon and Harry Nilsson, meaning... Right. Uh, that's what this young hip hepcat thinks is old. That's the joke. But that's what I mean. So he's using. Why wouldn't he say the Sex Pistol? Yes. He's using well, because people clearly. Who are quite old. Well, let's not forget this. I think what was it on? Do we know what it was on? Uh, NBC. Good. Oh, I see. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this was don't Bowie know. did this because it was part of his bid for American that's Stardom. Right. Yeah. And so one thing that's slightly weird about it is it's set in an old ancestral yes. house, Sir Percival's yes. in Britain, yeah. but it is in fact going out. In America, yeah. 
on something like NBC on the Bing Crosby show. Yes. Also, being as we know, doesn't so I don't who... think the Sex Pistols would have meant anything. No, I see what you mean. Yeah, no, fair point. But being as we know, Mark doesn't... Boland, he could have said. Yeah, although he wouldn't have meant anything in America. Yes. Yeah, so um... he went. Yeah. So he went for. John Lennon, yeah, who no, kind of would yeah, would have done, of course, uh, and Harry Nilsson, but not I suspect, Elvis. Well, this is what I suspect. Well, Elvis, I think, is too old. Oh, I see what you mean. Yes, I yeah. suspect they might have even come to him, Bowie, with a list of artists, and said, "Well, we've got this joke, yes. whereby you think that these yes. people are old, and obviously it's right. but still very young for yes. Bing." And Bowie said, "Well, I don't want to say." REO Speedwagon, that's mm. the wrong choice. But yes. do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've got to yeah. choose people who I actually like. Gotcha. And and then eventually they narrowed it down to John Lennon, the people yeah. in the Venn diagram yeah. of who our viewers will have heard of yeah. and that you actually yeah. like for but this al- joke. But also there's an undercurrent here which we know to be true, which is Bing doesn't know who the hell David Bowie is. He's no. absolutely no idea. No idea. And I think it was quite frosty and quite difficult on set and all of that. Uh, well, actually, um, there, I've read about this. That, yeah. uh, there are two different... Uh, Bowie initially says he liked him. And then later on, he said he didn't. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think he found it sort of quite excruciating. Yeah. And yet, so they're they're sort of working quite well, aren't they? In the spirit of a, I mean, they've well, they they seem perfectly happy together. They're yeah. saying very weird stuff. Really weird. It's stuff. Such a weird thing. Yeah. I mean, we might as well play the end of it. But there's a bit. Yeah. There's a bit that I've never seen before. That I want okay. to play you. Yeah. Your old son, and he really gets excited around the Christmas holiday mm-hmm. thing. Do you go in for any of the traditional things in the uh, boy household Christmas time? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I've just noticed something there. What does he call him there? Boy. (laughs) Doesn't he? I think Bing's got confused there because David says, I've got a six-year-old boy. And I think that's just in Bing's head. (laughs) Do you go in for things in the the boy household? (laughs) (laughs) Can we just hear that again? There is a little moment before he says it, isn't there? Yeah, he's forgotten who he is. Do you go in for any of the traditional things in the... Uh, boy household. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. No, he's, he's, I mean, without any doubt, if you look at him at the time, well, he's also looking at him like, I don't know who he it's is. It's totally what happened when you met me in Q that yeah. time, isn't it? Because you called me boy, and I thought, oh, no, that's no, weird. I said, I said you're with your boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so in the boy household. <laughs> one. Presents, tree, decorations, agents sliding down the chimney. What? Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. just seeing if you're paying attention. <laughs> yeah. So that that's a joke as well. Did you say I remember agent? that joke. Yes, it's a joke. So that's yeah. a similar joke. Agents sliding down the chimney. That's quite a good joke. I mean, it's quite a good image. Is it? Well, as in uh, the idea that he wants to get his attention, and so he's kind of come up with something slightly weird. No, I don't think it's slightly weird. Age- he doesn't mean Asians. No, he no. definitely doesn't mean Asians. Agents. Agents. I suppose it's showbiz. Like, showbiz. Two showbiz it's legends two... talking about each other. I think that's the idea. They won't leave you alone even on Christmas. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, well, I, I would say it, it, it's a contest case. In it, this is being written by people who should have been said these jokes don't mean anything. Like clearly, you think they mean something. No, but Bowie's that's off they the don't cuff, mean isn't it? Anything. No, no, no. Are you thinking I, it's all scripted? Oh, it's all scripted. Okay, it's well that is scripted. weird. No, if it's scripted, that's t- that's a terrible. Thing. I mean, so many things you uh, could say. Oh no, it's all scripted. Yeah, right. the whole thing is clearly right. scripted yeah. in a very weird way. Yeah. Um, shall I go on to show you the bit that yeah, people so, won't have so, seen? I think they won't have seen. I've never seen it before. We can't play any of the Little Drummer Boy because that would be terrible in late uh, January. It would be upsetting in late January. It? Okay, so... Unless people accuse us of going all, too early for up, Christmas. Would, do you want to... Yeah. Uh, would you be able to actually... Uh, yeah, I'm walking over now. What me and Tim are looking at now, because I didn't know this happened, is that Bowie, clearly this is part of the deal, uh, had said... I'm going to sing Heroes yeah. as well. I did, yes. I didn't know that. No, I knew so that. So he sings I'm... Heroes, right? So first of all, there's a very weird bit of chat between Bing and I think Twiggy introducing this. Just as painful and just as beautiful as they ever were. Whether you're a novelist, 
poet or, or even a songwriter. It's all in the way you say it. So he says to Twiggy, I have to show you something else, but... Okay. So stay here. He says to Twiggy, loneliness, mm. just as painful and terrible yeah. and beautiful as it ever were, whether you're a novelist, a poet, or a songwriter, it's all in the way you say it. That's the intro to Heroes. And right. Twiggy goes, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like we've come in mid-thought, though, doesn't it? I think it is, but... Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's quite a downer, isn't it? It's quite On a downer, Christmas yeah. <laughs> but in terms of it being a downer, I would say David here is as... Beautiful as That's he's ever. That's the best. Been. I was going to say. He, he looks record, unbelievable. If anyone wants to look at that, that is the best yeah, look except, that he's ever pulled off. Except then oh, something happens, right? God. And I'm going to show it to you, and then perhaps you you might laugh at it. Oh God! And then we can describe it afterwards, okay? So he's looking about as beautiful yeah, no, as incredible. he could possibly look, and then something happens, which I would say is an error of judgment. Uh, no, I, I have seen it. Right, I hadn't put the two and two together. I have seen this. It is so what happens, astonishing. What it? happens that is, is astonishing. that David splits into two images of himself and then a third image of him yeah. in between does that thing wow. of pretending that they're getting off with someone by turning their back and rubbing their hands across their yeah, back. Yeah, as if someone's embracing you or getting well, as off if you're yeah, snogging yeah, with yeah. someone. It's the joke of like, oh, I'm snogging with someone by turning yeah. your back and Gosh, rubbing your that... hands across your shoulders. Yeah. That's what David <laughs> does. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to... People should look at it. It's hard to stress how incredibly beautiful and cool he looks. It, unbelievable. And, I mean, it's, he looks it's like that, a, a person from another planet. It's yeah. that 77 thing. He's, he's sort of beyond gender. He's beyond, And he does the sort of Benny Hill um, <laughs> gag of I'm getting off with someone. <laughs> <laughs> That's I so. I suppose, in his defence, it's hard to. In defence, he is very beautiful, and the well, gang no, is. I'm getting off with myself. Okay, well, I was going to say it's the two lovers. I mean, he's sort of illustrate. You know, it's the two. It's the two lovers by yeah, the wall, but, right? But no, I mean, that's is not. It? Is it? Oh, hang on, hang on. He's doing some mime. He's doing some mime. What does he? He, he then goes on to do some mime. So he does a thing whereby the two lovers have been spotted, right? And then he's doing. I'm trapped in a glass box, which is also naff. Which... Hang on. <laughs> One thing that happened recently is that I met someone, uh, Tim was there over dinner, who oh, got off with David yes, Bowie. I'm not going to say who it is. Uh, not that it would make much difference if you knew, because she's not a famous person, but no. a very nice woman. But it was a private dinner. And... It was a private dinner. I'm probably breaking some kind of confidence here, but I'm going to keep the identity of her fairly secret, yeah. although anyone who was there might know who I'm talking about. Anyway, it was very exciting, the conversation, because we often talk, don't we, about mm. how, you know... Degrees of separation between us and, and Bowie. Yeah. And about, you know, uh, various people we know who have met him with mm. our glancing acquaintances mm. or whatever with him. But this was someone who actually mm. got off with him. And so there's something very funny about it, mm. which uh, is, uh, Tim knows this, but I'm going to tell you, listeners, which is, uh, this was mid-80s. Um, uh, she herself said it was around about the time he released Dancing in the Street with Mick Jagger. Um, yeah. So not a great period, really. But still, you know, no, absolute but... beginners, some some great work. Yeah. Uh, and she'd met him on a kind of, like, glamorous, met him in a club in London or whatever. Right. And she had ended up going to the island, a Caribbean island, perhaps I won't say what it is, mm. a Caribbean island with him uh, and a bunch of other people, Mick Jagger and some slaves. I think because you... Tell the truth all the time. Yeah. You're being overly. You're <laughs> Am I? Okay. As in, I don't. I think okay, the island's stink. fine. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah, yeah, I think that's okay. It was must I don't think the okay. mayor of must will sue you for saying someone. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I think that's okay. So, anyway, this woman who was 16 at the time, Bowie would have been in his 40s, yeah. uh, told me that her and her best friend, who were staying on some shack in the island, yeah. uh, had one of many drinking uh, and out-of-it nights with mm. Bowie and Jagger and some locals mm. or whatever it might be, mm. ended up back at their shack with David, with this other woman mm. and with her. Mm. Uh, and she was very straightforward about it. She said David was clearly keen on a threesome, mm. which, you know, let's be honest... I, I doubt that was the first threesome that David had tried to engineer. No. Although, or possibly tr- him trying to engineer it is quite funny, because I imagine a lot of the time they just sort of happened for happens. him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but this time, because he was on, a, on an yes. island in a shack, he yeah. had to kind of suggest Let's it. put some work in. Yeah, he had to put mm. some work in to the creation So the way he did this, according to her, which is unbelievably <laughs> hilarious, was to take all his clothes off, mm. uh, to put on Let's Dance, which they had on a cassette and played on a cassette player, and dance naked Absolutely to let's dance, yeah. which I think is the best thing I've ever heard in my life. It's, I mean, and whenever you or I have tried that, it gets us nowhere. Right? Well, here we go. That's uh, the point. If I'd said that at any point, uh, suggested or even done it, if I'd <laughs> danced to Three Lions naked <laughs> in an attempt to cop off with someone, I would have been arrested yeah. or certainly booted out mm. of the hotel room mm. very quickly. Uh, it worked <laughs> for David, according to her. They both got naked. She didn't sleep with David. She was very keen to tell me that. Yeah. And perhaps we can talk about that because mm. she was... We'll talk about that in a minute. Let's just young. park that. Yeah, well, yeah. She was young, but that's not the point. I think her friend did. Mm. Her friend did. The threesome never quite happened. Mm. Uh, but the uh, the dancing, which, I, I mean, let's be honest, what have you got in your mind now? Well, well, the thing I'm genuinely struggling with is I find, despite his title, let, how do you dance to Let's Dance? It's quite ploddy, isn't it? Yeah. Let's just play a tiny bit of it. And I, I promise you... I think everyone will have the same da- image in their mind. It's now. not a dance track. Well, yeah, but also, is it a track that one's penis will look good swing- <laughs> swinging about to? I mean, where is clothes off already at this point? I think the face you could do at this point would be great. Just a sort of big grin and a big. Yeah. I think you can imagine it swinging. You can imagine <laughs> it swaying. swinging. Swing, it, it, by which I mean Dave Bowie's penis. I'm yeah. sorry. No, no, let's be good. Uh, uh, swinging, yeah, like to each of these. I mean. You know, there's no way it's not incredibly comical. Yeah. I think, actually, it's almost perfect for naked dancing. <laughs> Take off your red shoes, David, and everything else. Yeah. So then what no, happened that, was, yeah. let me just tell you the end of the story. Mm, mm. Uh, she decided, I don't want to sleep with David. I don't want to lose my virginity to David, right. she decided. And she went outside. She said she got bit, bitten very badly by mosquitoes. Right. And I do really like this bit as well. David did shag the friend 
um, and then came out and then tried to make it all right with her. I didn't hear. Okay. Yeah, because she was a bit pissed off. Yeah, yeah. Because she was like, no, I don't want to do this. Mm. And David was cool about that. Yeah. Uh, let's be clear, David was mm. a, there was no element mm. of coercion. David said, okay. Mm. But because it was her shack, it wasn't David's shack, oh, I see, that yeah. she was sleeping in, yes. she didn't have anywhere to go. Yeah. And didn't want to be in the room while her, yes. he got off with the other one. So she yes. just went and sat on the porch, got bitten by mosquitoes. And when David came out, slightly shamefaced, satiated. Still naked? No, I think probably he put his clothes, at right. least his trousers on by then. I, yeah, think she, put, I presume she'd put something fully on. Fully clothed and he put all the madmen on. He went into a sort of slight downer. <laughs> yeah. After that. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully nothing from the 80s. That would be <laughs> no. even worse if he'd put Naked on, and never let me down. Never let me down. Well, I think David had slightly let her down <laughs> at this point. Uh, and then he, try, he sat on the porch for a bit, trying to sort of really say, just pretend it, pretending well, you know now just small talk, normal. everything's fine, yeah. But I'm, I'm going to ask a question of you wow. now, which I think is very illustrative of the differences mm. between men and women. Mm. Which is, she told me all this story, mm. and then she she did say this thing: if I didn't want to just lose my virginity yeah. to David Bowie, mm. and what do you think I said to that? Why not? Yes. Yeah. I just said it straight away. Yeah. yeah. What, why on earth would you not want to lose your virginity to David Bowie? And and it was straight, and she just in this very female yeah. way. Just said, well, it wouldn't have meant anything to him. Probably true. True. You know, yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to just like do that yeah. for him. Just one night, and I, I just said, yeah, but it's David Bowie, and yeah. also the story. As far as I'm concerned, like, what about the, you know, law yes. of the story? The fact yes. that, in, I mean, it's quite a good story anyway. Yeah. So that's no, good, no, it's definitely. But, but she's young. I mean, she's underage. She's not underage. She's sixteen. Uh, don't you need time. to get your parents round to say... I don't think um, so. Don't worry about the fact he's dancing, <laughs> it, but is it okay? No, is yeah. that not? I can't remember. Anyway. I don't need to get your parents okay. round, no. But, but nonetheless, okay, she's young. She's above and the then, age of consent, but yeah, she's young and but she's... The a, question is what she would have... You know, when you say David... I mean, I don't know what he would have meant to her, because at 16... I think he meant quite a lot. Although he was a, know, Well, he was a friend. She was very keen to say he was a friend right, of hers. Right, right. Um, so there is that. Yeah. But, but you know, she, she, she had copped off with him. There yes. was, she got right, naked. Right. There was sexual goings mm. on. She just mm. didn't want to have, mm. have intercourse with mm. him. And that might just be just the way his penis moved during Let's Dance. I mean, it is, a, a, it is a, an odd song to choose, I would say, because... I don't know, is it? I mean, if he if Bowie said, "Hey, I... let's dance," yeah, which presumably he did say at some point, but then it just then... keeps saying it. <laughs> I think it's not. Because it was a mix-up. That's what he said. Was took his clothes off and said, "Let's dance," and they thought, oh, "Okay, I've got it here somewhere." <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's definitely better than you know all the Mad Men as we said. Or yeah, I mean, they could have Beauty Brothers thing yeah, or something. Or yeah. Memory of a Free Festival would have gone oh, on too long. I don't know. Yeah, too long. Yeah. Would have been too long. But I think it's it is one of those songs that um Wild Eye Boy from Fleet Free Cloud. Uh, yeah. Although or, that could be a that description of his penis. I mean in a way there aren't many. If you think about a Bowie seduction. <laughs> I thought that would get a bigger laugh. Oh sorry. <laughs> I was thinking was I Wild Eye Boy from Free Cloud could be a description of his penis. <laughs> <laughs> in the boy household. No, yeah. I get that. I uh I still think is there a, is there a if you're looking for Bowie sort of seduction so I was watching something last night and had Roxy Music playing on it I was yes. thinking oh Roxy Music is very seductive yeah. music. the later what would you put stuff. on to seduce but I'm trying to think did he do you know would he do those sorts of songs I suppose well, I mean I can't Wild think Wild is the Wind although he, he didn't write Wild is the Wind that's beautiful it's not very specific uh, no it was written by no it's like a Polish song or something like that but he didn't, he didn't write it Something like that. It's a Polish song. Wild <laughs> is the wind. It's like it's like an East European, Wild isn't is it? The wind. That's I'm my sure. that's my Polish, by the way. That's my Polish impression. Well. But there aren't many. Uh, something off Young Americans, but they're sort of more love songs. There's not sort of. He didn't do a sort of. Do you think I'm well, sexy? My, well, did he? My, sort no, of song. Do you know what I mean? God. He didn't do. You know, no, no. But he, did, he didn't do those. 
sort of rock star so- a song like that. Um, and Wild is the Wind is a song written by Dmitry Tonkin and Ned right. Washington. Okay, does that make him Polish? No, I don't think it necessarily. Um, Russian. He was Russian. Okay. Born. Right. But I think they, I think he came to America and wrote it because it was right. written by Johnny uh, for Johnny Mathis for the nineteen eighty seven film Wild Is the Wind. Because Nina I Simone no, did a yes, version, didn't she? she? So that's I she thought, did. I, in I, my mind, that was the first one. So okay, so it was Johnny Mathis. Oh, I had no idea okay. that there was a film called Wild Is the Wind. No, I didn't know that. That's interesting. It's hard to find a seductive yeah Bowie song. So maybe let's start. You know, let's start. Let's spend the night together. But that's not written by him either. But if you heard that, that's not. You know, it's quite full on. It's quite rock. You know, so. yeah, but that is a seductive song. It includes the lyrics, let's spend the night together. No, I suppose it depends if you think it's literally... Yeah, but it doesn't feel very seductive. Well, it's it? not it, a it, smooth, it, slinky no, that's what song. I'm, it's not sort of Barry but White. But it, it's got the urgency yeah. yes. still. Yeah. But actually, yeah. Bowie's version is not... Yeah. The Jagger version is much more like you, that. Yes, that's true. That's um, true. Yeah. I don't think there's any male equivalent of that. Of what? I was wondering what the male equivalent... Well, because as a bloke, when you're 16, you just want to lose your virginity anyway. Oh, I see. So the idea of, like, you know, share... <laughs> Bad example. <laughs> Joni Mitchell coming up to me uh, when I was 16. And oh, I see what you mean. Taking all her clothes off and dancing. Uh, well, I tell you probably who... when I was 16, it would have been more like Toya or someone like that. Who would I have actually fancied? I tell you, I tell you who I, I really, really fancy. Although it's not quite... Um, she did have a. Uh, she did do some songs. And I, lo- I really liked the songs. Maggie Philbin. Not, not Maggie Philbin. She didn't do any songs. She did, actually. Did she? Oh, God, yes. Maggie Philbin. Maggie Philbin did Maggie some... Philbin, who Bella will never have heard of. Uh, Are you she... not thinking of... Maggie Philbin did one song. Okay. She was married to Keith Chegwin. And she did Keith one... Chegwin, you say? Keith Chegwin. Right. Uh, uh, one song called I Want to Be a Winner, which was oh a God. sort of novelty song, I think, based on a I show that they know. were doing at the time. Here is Brown Sauce, which was Maggie Philbin's band. Wow. Made uh, just for this single. Here we go. Oh, that's good knowledge. Like Superman through the air. Don't want to join Claire Francis in the rigging. Don't want to join Claire Francis in the rigging. Oh, okay. I don't want to put a black with Hurricane Higgins. What does she want to say what she doesn't want to do? It's very sport-based. That's not That's not I mean, I mean, it's marvellous. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's less a single, more a moment in question of sport. <laughs> it's, I yeah. can imagine question of saying, can yeah. you name yes, exa- all the sports that they refer to in this song? What's interesting about it is that she's basically listing, an entire. she doesn't want to be this entire list of winners. No. Every single person she says is a winner, and then she says, I just want to be a winner. So what does yeah. she mean, I want to be a winner? That's absolutely right. What? what it doesn't mean Give any- us a specific example. I don't want to be a winner like all these winners. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make any sense, does yeah, it? Yeah, you're asking... A question, which is a very good question, but I think the answer is it was the early 80s. Someone gave Maggie Philbin and Keith Chegwin an element of novelty single and they didn't question the logic. This would be a testament to how attractive and how much sort of sexual power Bowie has. If he danced naked to that... Oh, that would be amazing. Would you'd still get I off just want to be a winner. <laughs> I mean, in a way, that's a bit more, OK, yeah. David. Wow, now <laughs> I get it. Is this what you mean by a sexy, you seducing song? You don't just want to dance. Yeah. You, OK. You were going to mention a woman who, when you were 16... Oh, yeah, no, I was really, I really had a thing for Tracy Ullman. Right, really, and wow. Tracy And Tracy Ullman had a couple of singles out. Yes, remember? she did. You know, and I really liked, they were kind of like 50s, they were like... Uh, I don't uh, know what they were like, they were like Kirsty McCall yeah. kind of well, thing. Well, one of them is, is a song that Kirsty McCall did, They Don't Know About Us. They Don't Know About I Us. I love that oh, song. Right. And Tracy Ullman does that. I'm pretty sure. Oh, actually, there's loads and loads. Yeah. She did, she's done loads of songs. And I really, and I remember... They Don't Know? Is that the one you mean? Yes. 
I love that song. Yeah, here she is. I think that's a really good song. I don't know with, if you wrote it's it. It's written by Kirsty McColl. Is oh, it? That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I love that song. Um, should we play a bit? Yeah. Lovely song. It's a really lovely song. It's yeah. kind of slightly Phil Spectory. Quite, yeah, well, she's um, doing it on this Top of the Pops, a bit like right. she's in the Shirelles. So I, or I mean, but I don't think I would have thought about having sexual congress with her. I just think I was just slightly in love. With, you know, I was in love with her and really sort of just really fancied her. And um, rather oddly, I've just been asked uh, by the Guardian uh, to have sexual congress with her. Yeah, no, to do a piece about they're doing anything. a piece about teenage crushes, okay. and they wanted to ask people who are no longer in their teens what their teenage crushes were. Okay. And I was trying to remember, and that, what did happen with me is that I, I got very into Marilyn Monroe, but then it became right. a bit weird because my mum, as you may know this about right. me, like with the Billy Bunter books, if I expressed yeah. an interest in anything, right. my mum would completely go over the top and buy loads and loads from old okay. bookshops or whatever, thinking, oh, this is David's thing. My mum always did that. My mum always did that. You say one right. thing right. once, and my mum would think, oh, that's their thing, and that would then buy you presents or steal things from charity shops, which she often did a lot, and give yeah. them to you, right? Steal them from well, she, well, she used to work in a charity shop in Harrow. Right, okay. And when we had kids, uh, would just bring us stuff that I knew she'd just taken from the charity shop. Partly because I would often have to disinfect it because it looked like it had meningitis right. or something. Right? So, yeah. So what did she get you from uh, Alimon? Well, so, so when I once, I can't remember, but presumably I did, as she's a very attractive woman, but not really mm. of my generation. Mm. And then I remember for about five years, mm. it, she would just get, well, more than that. I mean, until I was in my 40s, right. would get me Marilyn Monroe memorabilia. And I had in my room at home lots of black and white pictures of Marilyn Monroe up on the walls. But not entirely because I was obsessed mm. with Marilyn Monroe, just because that's mm. what my mum had bought me. Mm. I mean, I did find her attractive, but she, it was, it was mm. it's mixed in my mind with classical music and a number of other things right. that my mum decided I should like Billy Bunter. <laughs> and, and I just went along with it. How interesting. To the David Bowie dancing to his own track... Yes. I've talked have we said this that we were at a party before Christmas and Ian Brown was there. Yes. Have we said this on the podcast? Yeah, we haven't I can't Ian, remember. But Ian Brown of the Stone Roses was there and I went a bit sort of You got a bit excited. I got a bit excited. Yes. And I got introduced I didn't ask to be introduced to him, but someone said, Oh, this is um, what's your name again? Because it was you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is Tim. I um, you'd forgotten your name yeah. for a second. <laughs> this is Boy, and, and, and uh, we chatted away, and he almost—I mean, he didn't quite do this. He was really lovely. He didn't quite do the um, the thing about the Stone Roses was this, you know. But do, he, do but, the accent. Go on. I know you was it too. Oh, was that it? Yeah. Do the, the thing about the Stone Roses, right? Yeah. Was yeah. that. He, but he basically introduced the Stone Roses quite quickly, yeah. including saying, "Ah, oh, and we had this thing on the second album where we had a big legal case." I'm thinking, "Yeah, no, I know, yeah, I know we, all of this." I think, but I keep, think we know that. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. So it was really nice. And then I went to some other bit of the party, and when I came back, Fool's Gold was playing, and I thought, "Oh, mad! Someone's put Fool's Gold on," and there he was in the middle of it, and he sort of came up to me and said, uh, "I he referenced it," and I said, "You know, who'd have thought?" He said, "I put this on," <laughs> and he'd put Fool's Gold on. With him, so he didn't get naked and try no, to seduce me. No, I wish me. he had. But he again is so. There might be an interesting thread um, of sort of stars who put their own tracks on. It. I mean, if anyone's ever been in it, they should tell well, us on Twitter if they've ever been with a star who's got their own. Well, track you've talked. Playing. We've talked about Paul McCartney playing his yeah, music. Right. We know that he he played Lady Madonna when Ricky yes. was round. Yes. Um, and we've 
Stephen Merchant told a story about how Bruce Springsteen nearly right. played Thunder Road. Yes. But then it was, the guitar was <laughs> taken right. away for some, yeah. some ridiculous reason. But, uh, but putting stuff on putting is stuff almost on, more... Because yeah. actually, being with a big rock star mm. in some private-ish circumstance right. and then playing a song mm. feels to me slightly less naff mm. than putting it on. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Although, did... actually, with Ian Brown, I think that's kind of cool. That's he did it very cool. naturally. Did he, did he do the monkey dancing? <laughs> I kept saying, do the monkey dance. <laughs> yeah. He didn't do that. But he did reference Tracy McLeod. Oh, really? Not Tracy fam- Ullman? Not Tracy Ullman. I kept referencing Tracy Ullman. And he said, no, I'll tell you another Tracy. Tracy McLeod, who, as people know, w- was presenting as obviously a friend of yours. He's and a very close mine, friend of mine. And did the late show I know. on... on um, no, I know you know what I'm but, saying. Okay. And Shall we just get that up? Because that is brilliant. introduced the stone raisins and it all went wrong and the electricity went and she carried on... Brilliantly. Um, sure, and sure. Let's let's just play that because yeah. I think even the uh, sound of it, he don't know it. But the point will, is, will be brilliant. Uh, before you, as you play, yeah. she, I said I knew Trace. Somehow it came up, and he said, "Will you say sorry to her? I haven't seen her since." Oh my then. god, really? Will you say sorry? And I saw Tracy uh, during the Christmas holidays, and I said, "Ian Brown says sorry." You know, it was a, I oh, felt like I was. I was. Um, what a thing! Yeah, it, I was part of. Was Tracy history. touched or moved? Yeah, but she, you know, she's lovely, Tracy. Yeah, and so yeah, she she's said, fantastic. she actually said she'd bumped into him somewhere, but he certainly didn't say sorry. But she indeed hadn't really seen him since. Perhaps then. he was doing the monkey dance. That's why they I bumped into the each other. Dance. He doesn't he often see very well. Said he was well. naked and <laughs> dancing around. But I, mean, I think we should and just just play a tiny bit of that yeah. possibly to go out on. Yeah, because it is so amazing. I can't remember how long it takes for the power cut to happen. It takes a little while. Okay, actually, so let them play. What they're playing? She bangs the drums. I think they. St- I think it's She Bangs the Drums. Okay, yeah, I can't uh, And I then can't the power cut happens. I mean, an extraordinary thing, by the way. I mean, mm. you've, you know, mm. you're more involved, a tiny bit more, I would say, mm. in the technical side. You're not a Sparks. I'm definitely not. No, you're not a gaffer. No, but you're, I would or say a bum crack. No, but you're a tiny bit more involved in the technical side of right. broadcasting television tiny. than me. I mean, not much. <laughs> but a power cut, it's not something that happens very often on television. But here is no, it. Here's one happening. It doesn't. The Stone Roses and a very, I mean, one of, PBC TV one of my best and closest friends has to, mm. you know, a friend of yours mm. has to hold the fort. And this is what happens. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's the Stone Roses. Well, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Looks Tracy. like um, we've had a power shortage or something. So we'll move on to the next <laughs> item. <laughs> And Martin Parr is one of Britain's leading <laughs> photographers, known for his innovative colour work and for creating a new school of British documentary photography. Let me get amateurs. We'll do it. We'll sort it out in a minute. His latest well done, book, Tracy. The Cost of Living, chronicles how the comfortable classes spend their time and money. But like some of his previous work, the latest... What I love about it, should we get amateurs? Rather than making social commentary... Amateurs. <laughs> he has already agreed to take two of the photographs out of his current exhibition. What I love about oh, it, it's amazing. what I actually love about it, you Tracy as I do, who I think he's trying not to laugh, is, of all programmes, the fact that they have to go on to that. They have yeah. to go on to something incredibly sedate yeah. and late show. Yeah. Martin Parr, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she... he is just prowling around yeah. behind her. She, like, and, and, and they haven't got a camera to move to. It's not like... No, no. Like, and he... also, you know, obviously live, what well, you've done, like, live telly is scary, and Tracy um, powers on through. But yeah. I, do, I do think... Being accused of being an amateur by Stone is quite a moment, isn't it? Because <laughs> yeah. they weren't exactly... No, no, they were, I mean, actually, if you listen to it before the power cut... I would say yeah, it's it pretty always, amateur. It was always controversial with the story as to how... It's pretty shambling, but um, yeah. we should perhaps end there. But he wanted to say sorry, that's lovely, isn't it? I mean, he wanted I, to say that's sorry, the thing I want to end on. And I pass that on to Tracy. Yeah, it's that you, you pass that on to Tracy yeah. and, you know... Amazing. We maybe 
we should bring them together. Yes. Tracy and Ian Brown on this show, do you think? Yeah. And I tell you who, who would be, I mean, you and I are pretty good at making things like that happen, but I tell you who we could definitely get to help broach that is Lord Percival. Yes. Don't so you think? Is it Lord think. Percival? I think it's Sir Percival, isn't it? No, no, you haven't heard since <laughs> then, he got the, that was a long time ago. Yeah, okay. yeah. One thing about Peter's shed, by the way, is I think Blink and it could be a shack in Mustique. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope not for my sake. Here we if go. you start playing no, I'm, afraid I'm playing it. I'm playing it. It's a no. Just, I, just want the, I just want the listeners to imagine it's what's going a no. on. No. However good you look, and you look fantastic right Jim, now. I can do it. I can swing it to the beach. <laughs> Get that thing out of my face. <laughs> 